0: Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome back. It's me, Donna Gales. I am your chief storyteller and teacher's aide in this classroom of life. For those who are returning, again, I say welcome back. For those who are joining us for the very first time, I welcome you indeed. I'm so thankful for all of you that choose to spend this time with me in this process that we started this season called The Pruning Project. It is our 26 week endeavor to tend to our gardens. We talked a lot last year about building up the toolbox with different positive attributes to help us grow. And now, equally, important. We are looking at the garden to see what has grown. What is not good? What has to be pruned away? What is diseased and causing loss in the garden? What do we need to get rid of? What has to go in order to grow? So we are pruning to produce. We are pruning to become productive. We are pruning so that we can blossom into what was intended when the seed was planted with that being said we have had a good time talking about the things that have to go and it's just a an honest look at ourselves and you're not being asked to tell any and everybody what what's in your garden because Quite honestly, whatever is overgrown is evident and whatever has to go has started to present in ways that make productivity impossible. So while you don't have to tell others what's growing wild in your garden, it is imperative that you talk to yourself and to your creator, the master gardener, to talk about how we get this beautiful garden back on track. Growing, producing, multiplying, being fruitful the way that it was intended. Well, here we are at episode 20 in the second season. And the branch we are pruning today, or this week I should say, Today on Tell the Truth, Tuesday and Friday, with For Real, For Real Friday, Testimony with a Twist, is the weed of manipulation. (laughs) Oh boy. Some of us may not want to talk about this because manipulation is so common and it's become such a regular occurrence in relationships, both platonic and romantic, in family settings and work settings, no doubt. And it's become so acceptable and widely used as a practice of guaranteeing outcomes. Well, I would just like to tell the truth about manipulation. I can honestly say At different times in my life, I have been very manipulative because my outcome was the only outcome I was concerned about. And that was a poor way to be. However, it was easily done in many cases. And while easy, it was never easy. In other words, while the tactics and the skill set may have seemed effortless at times, it wasn't easy to deal with, to live with, to sit with. Of course, when you're a selfish and or self-centered person who is focused only on what you want, how you want it, when you want it, It doesn't really matter how other people feel. It doesn't matter how other people are impacted. Because when you're selfish and or self-centered, other people are secondary, if that. But you will quickly learn that is not the way to be. Whether it is through experience, getting burned, whether it is through the tables turning and you being manipulated to a place that you are filled with distress. Or whether that be through the process of growth and understanding that is not a quality that a good person has. That is not a quality at all. It is indeed something that should not be a part of our interactions with others if we seek to have genuine connections that have longevity and meaning to them. Of course, in my experiences, the manipulation was tied to emotion. And I have been both a giver and a receiver, and it doesn't feel good on either end. Now, there may be some temporary gratification in some aspects of manipulation, but in the end, the only thing that is gained is regret. I know that many people who are in sales and marketing and all these kinds of things use some emotional tactics and i used to always say <laughs> I, i've been in sales most of my life and i was proud that i was able to sell with integrity because at one point i i was in a sales environment with very with very high incentives and there it was lucrative to have the outcomes that were projected the outcomes that were desired and though everybody had their own ways of achieving goals. I was happy that I was able to sell with integrity. I didn't ever want anyone to be on the other end of the experience. And I didn't treat them like I would treat my mom or my sister or, you know, it, it was always a thought in my mind in that environment. I don't want somebody trying to work my family. I don't want somebody trying to work me. So I don't do that, you know, I have been blessed with the ability to just connect with people genuinely, which, which is a gift that I didn't recognize, um, in times past. And because I didn't recognize it, I, I was not a good steward of that gift. And so I've since learned that you have to be a great steward over the things that are given to you, or you'll, you'll lose them or you will regret not having used them appropriately. All that being said, I know that there are ways to connect with people that are not genuine, that are driven by an outcome, that are manipulative to the end of creating a productive situation for one of the participants. So, I am thankful that I've had multiple experiences, some good, some not so good, someone the giving in, someone the receiving in. But what I know for sure as a principal is that what you put out there is coming back, so we have to be careful in our go around because it definitely comes around and I had a scenario where I was helping someone based on my desire to see them better when in fact that was not their desire and it became a game of manipulation. Because I was connected to this person because of experiences in the past. That I, I connected to, you know, I had a loved one who was in a similar situation, and whenever I would see this young man, I would always, you know, want to help him, give him things, and help him be better, and and those kinds of things, and it just pulled at my heart every time I saw him. But he knew that, he knew that, and I'll never forget having a conversation with my younger brother, and he's like Donna. You got to stop being manipulated by people and by things. This guy knows that, you know, he reminds you of someone. And so he plays on that and he gets whatever he needs or wants from you, you know, monetarily. You know, he knows you're looking to try to be a blessing to him. He knows you're trying to be a good person. He knows you're trying to, you know, be of service. And so he's using that against you. And i never looked at it that way i just felt such a warm spot in my heart for him because he did remind me of someone um that i was connected to previously and that i just you know had a soft spot for when i was in, in ministry and whatever the case but at any rate i had to pause and look at the situation as it was and my brother was absolutely right because he would always look for me and i don't really carry cash a lot i work in dc And I try to minimize what I have externally. So I don't like to do purses and, you know, a lot of stuff. I typically don't carry cash. I might carry one card that I use, and if I lose it, I can stop it, that kind of thing. But I would, if I was going to this particular area, I would always carry cash just in case I saw him because I didn't want to interact with him and know that I left him potentially hungry when I could have helped and so it became a habit that I would just you know have cash whenever I saw him so that I could give it to him because I didn't want him to be without and it didn't matter to me what he did with the money it wasn't my business it was in my heart to give because I wanted to give but again my brother highlighted for me um some activity that he wanted me to to look at and to really be honest with myself and to see if it if fit this mold that he described for me. And, and unfortunately, it did. And so, you know, I had a conversation with the young man and he said, well, yeah, you know, I knew that you were always going to give me money if I told you I was hungry. And so even if I wasn't hungry, I would tell you I was so I could get the money. And he told me, you know, we went went on to have a very serious and, and honest conversation. And it didn't make me want to help him any less, you know, because I've been in situations where I've struggled with things and I've needed help and I didn't want to be judged and I just needed what I needed. And I was able to understand in that setting that we all have the potential to be manipulative. We all have the potential to be anything good or bad. It's just about what we feed, which, which nature we feed, what, what do we want to live and what do we want to die? And so through this pruning project, as I've stated before, many of you may have heard this before and others may be hearing it for the first time. This pruning project is not about you, it's about me and I'm just sharing with you what I am going through. I'm sharing with you what I am looking at. I'm sharing with you my process and encouraging you to have a process of your own. It is always my prayer that through this process, someone will be able to look at something they've seen before and view it differently and perhaps have a different outcome. And so that's my truth telling Tuesday <laughs> about manipulation. You know, I can't say that I've never been fortunate enough to have people care for me and I misused that trust foolishly because I have. You know, I I look back at my life in its entirety. Times that were very, very dark, times that were very low and I'm just so thankful. To God that he didn't leave me there, that he didn't allow me to die in that place and that he continued to prune, continue to pursue, continue to protect what he intended for me to be. I'm still not there. Got a long way to go. But Good God. But I'm going and I'm thankful that he has covered the crop, so to speak. There has been hurt, harm and danger that wanted to take me out again and again, but I've been protected to this place so that I could share with you. Someone who may be going through what I've already been through or someone who is right behind me on the path that I'm on, whatever the case, whatever the reason you're hearing this message, I just want to encourage you that though the pruning may be painful, it will be so productive. Hang in there. Let, let, let God take away what needs to be taken away. Because the pain that is temporary will produce something very, very long-lasting. And as I continue this process, I will continue to share. And as I say all of the time, if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. Until the next time, which will be For Real For Real Friday, I wish you the best. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to each other. I remember, who was that Jerry Springer that used to say that? (laughs) No matter who said it, it it's still the truth. Kindness. Yeah, that should be your superpower. Have a good, good garden day. (laughs) Bye, guys.